What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the NOA Podcast. Being as your co-host, Tyler, I'm here my man, Trey. You. Thank you all for rocking with us. We appreciate your guys' support. We appreciate you guys tuning in every single week. Thank you guys so much. Check us out on Instagram. The Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. You can check out me and Trey as well. Mine is Tyler underscore Waller three. Trey's is Trey Quan underscore Park seven. All episodes are available on YouTube, on Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Please make sure you check out the YouTube channel. Every week, we have a show that drops on Wednesday, and it's exclusively just for YouTube. So please make sure that you're subscribed to the channel and like the videos there. Also, you can check out our TikTok page. Our TikTok is going to be NOA Podcast 1. And uh, let's get into it. Trey, what's going on, Brody? How you doing? How you feeling today? Um, feeling pretty good. Uh, started my day early. Did some productive stuff, got some good stuff out the way. So overall, feeling pretty good, man. How are you? I'm doing all right, man. I can't I can't really complain too much. Woke up this morning, um, went to the gym. I spent a long time in the gym today, like almost almost three hours. Uh, spent... Damn, bro, what were you doing? Bro. I... <laughs> three hours? <laughs> Holy shit. Bro, my workouts are a little bit different now. Um, Is that so? Yeah, I take my time with my workouts. I really do. And I enjoy it. I don't like to rush. I like to give myself ample time, kind of like my body to rest a little bit. I also do, depending on the day, I typically do more sets. Like, all right, so you know how, like, me and you, we were doing, like, four working sets. And then, like, the first two sets were warm-up, right? So, like, it was, like, six in total. Yeah. Now, I'm going to be honest. When I do my first workout, which is always like a compound movement, so it's always something heavy. So it's squat. It's gonna it's gonna be like a squat. It's gonna be like a RDL. It's gonna be a bench press, whether it's inclined, flat. It's gonna be like a bent over row with a barbell, like a compound movement. Bro, I don't even know how many sets I do, homie. Like you just go until like you're yeah, tired. because now I, I'm I'm doing kind of something new. So I'm taking these compound movements and I'm actually going heavy. So I'm doing about, my goal is to get about four to five sets of five reps, right? So I'm basically kind of just focusing a little bit more on my strength in order to get a little bit stronger. And also as I'm getting stronger, that's also going to help me put on mass, especially because I'm doing a compound movement. It's working multiple different body parts. And so now when I do it, the first like the first couple of sets are really just like warm up. So like I start off with just the bar. Then depending on what I'm doing, I might put like a 35 on. Then I'll put a 45 on. Then I'll put like a 45 and a 10 on. And then I'll put like a 45 and a 25 on. And obviously it depends on what I'm doing, how heavy I get. But like I'm doing a whole bunch of these like like kind of working, slowly working my way up till I hit a certain point and then I stay at that point for about four or five sets. But like you know what I'm saying? If if you think about it, I'm slowly working my way up. So I be I be, you know, at the bench press for a little bit of time now. And then yeah. on top of that, I still got the rest of my workout. You know, I still got to do about three things for I basically try to do at least three things per body part. So like let's say chest and triceps, I'll do like three things for chest, three things for triceps. But some days I do more. So like today back day, I do like four or five things for back. And then I still got to do biceps. And then I still got to, like, do my strengthening work for, like, my ankle and shit for, like, my Achilles, my rehab. So, like, today, man, I was in there. I got in there at, like, 6.15. I left at, like, 9. Damn. So, like, Was yeah. it just you? 
What you mean? Like was was your dad there with you or Nah, nah, you today I, today I was dolo. It was just me. Ah, bro. see that makes even more sense. That makes even more sense. <laughs> yeah. So like okay. actually if there's people with me, I might go a little faster depending on, you know. Nah, actually nah, I still kind of like to take my time, but I might do a, go a little bit faster because like I'm working with someone. So like if it was just me and my dad, we probably would have been in there for like 2 hours, hour and a half, 2 hours mm-hmm. and been done. Mm-hmm. But like I'm cute. Now you're good. Yeah, I'm a little bit curious. I have two questions for you because um, you said you were trying to put masks on. Um, so first question: Do you still like count your calories and shit? Do you yeah. Still so like, do that? I'm actually not even trying to. Hmm. I'm not per se trying to put on like a shit ton of masks because then I would also have to eat more in order to gain. You know what I'm saying? I'm also just I'm trying to build, as well as put on muscle, of course. I'm also just trying to build strength. So I am just genuinely trying to get a little bit stronger than what I was, you know? So that's one thing that I want to do. And then currently, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm still counting my calories. I'm not as strict as I would like to be, but I'm much stricter than I was before. So we're, we're taking baby steps. I went from not counting calories to now I'm back counting my calories again. Some days are better than others, but... So I'm kind of just focusing mainly on just getting stronger. I'm not eating a shit ton. So, like, I'm not really going to gain weight. I'm actually kind of just maintaining the weight I'm at. But okay. I'm going to be honest. I'm maintaining the weight I'm at, and I'm getting stronger. How much do you weigh? I weigh 165. Oh, okay, okay. We actually weigh around, around the same the same uh, weight. Figure, right, cool. yeah. So, um, I'm, like, I'm 165. I'm not as shredded as what I was before. But I notice I'm bigger and I'm stronger than what I was before. And then... Which is what you're going for. Yeah. Yeah, I, I wanna I wanna be stronger. Even though I'm not shredded, like, you know, I still look good with my shirt off, so I ain't really tripping. <laughs> and I still got some time, so like maybe a little bit closer. Like if I really do wanna start getting shredded again, I might start a little bit later this month or even in June. But I enjoy I enjoy being strong. Like I'm doing shit I haven't done in a in a in a while. So like I, I enjoy being strong now. And I'm liking this. So that's why I don't mind I don't mind kind of just maintaining where I'm at now. Because also, like, each week I'm getting stronger. Like, my my bench is going up. My incline bench is going up. My flat bench is going up. My squat is going up. My RDL is going up. My dumbbell shoulder press is going up. My barbell shoulder press is going up. Nigga, my bent over row is going up. My curl is, like, everything. I'm getting stronger, bro. Like, no lie. Everything's going up. That's great, bro. Almost each week. And if it doesn't go up a week, I'm, I'm still at that point. So I'm not getting stronger. I mean, I'm not getting weaker. Excuse You're me. You're not getting weaker. You're yeah. not getting weaker. So. And the next question I have for you is, um, do you think, or to the best of your ability, because I do know we will eventually start working out together again, and I'm, I'm looking forward to those days. Um, do you think you'll structure it like similarly to how when you first start, we first started out together, or would you do it differently now? I say similar and different. So actually, this is something I've been thinking about, and I actually did want to like talk to you about it too. Um, so basically what I would like to do, especially with you, because I know what you would want to gain muscle and become. Yeah. yeah so you try to put on some muscle. And and also in, during those times, I'm going to end up uh, having you show me how to one count calories, but to. um To pick out like a like a good diet. Yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Of course. Of course. And like, I'll, I'll show you all that. And you already know. And I've talked to you about this like many times, not even on the podcast, but like nutrition is a huge thing. Yeah, like that, yeah, that's exactly. a very, very important aspect to it. So, like, if you and you're not 
going to gain weight or put on muscle if you're only eating like a thousand calories a day. Even if you're working out, if you're not eating enough or putting the right amount of fuel in, you're not really going to see the results you want. So like you, you have to have a balance of training hard as well as also eating what you need to eat. So to answer your question, I plan on structuring it. It's going to be somewhat similar. Like it's not going to be something that you're not used to. Cause like, obviously we, we've worked out, uh, together for what, like two years, like yeah, for, for yeah, a minute. So like, yeah. it's still going to be similar, but what I'm really going to do is at the start of each workout, we tend to do a compound movement, right? Even when I was working out with you, like, like, let's yeah. say, let's say if it was chest day, we always started out with like incline incline bench press then we'll go to flat and then from there we would do like cables or something a little bit less you know what i'm saying yeah yeah that's just that's just what i was taught coming up so yeah I understand. yeah so like we're still gonna do that but what i'm gonna do now is also what i i want you to do and we're gonna push a little bit more so when we are doing like flat bench like i'm, I'm not looking for i'm not looking for like you to do like 15 reps i'm not looking for you to do 10 reps i want you to go heavier so i would actually have you go heavier and you know how you're supposed to train to muscle failure essentially get to a point where when you hit rep five you're at muscle failure oh i see so we're doing it a little bit different yeah. like how we oh so okay, instead okay. of doing just straight reps and this is like similar to what like power Kind of like power lifters, they tend to lift heavy, do left rep, less reps. Yeah. So this yeah. way, you're going to be, this is training a little bit more for strength. But if you're getting stronger, you're also going to put on more weight. You know, you're also going to um, put on more like like muscle mass. I yeah. hate to say that word because Osara's going to say something about it. But like, that's just, it's, it's what it is. <laughs> so you're going to put on some more mass. And as well as that, you're also going to get stronger. And then so we're. Typically, I start the workout like that, and that's how I would have a start. So you're not going to be on doing bench press for like 12, 15 reps. Maybe like your first two sets or so, kind of just to get you a little warm. But as we go up, you're going to work. The goal is to get to about four to five working sets of five reps. So whatever that is for you. And each week, we're going to push a little bit more. Each week, we're going to go up. We're going to see where you're at. And obviously, we're like, you know. Whether you choose to write it down or whether you choose to make a mental note, that's how we're essentially going to do that. And the real training model is five by five, five, five sets of five reps. And essentially, it's meant to make you stronger. And obviously, if you're getting stronger, then you're also going to increase the size of your muscle. So, so it's working on both. After that, now I'm now we're going to be working more on hypertrophy, which is just strictly basically just growing muscle. So it's not necessarily strength. It's just growing muscle. So let's say we do bench press. After that, we're probably going to do some type of cable work, some type of work that's really going to isolate the muscle. So now you're focusing on really squeezing that muscle, kind of like your mind muscle connection, really focus on squeezing that muscle, bringing blood to that muscle, tearing that basically the muscle tissue. And now you're going to do that for about 10 reps, 15 reps. Once you hit rep 10, once you hit rep 15, your chest should basically be on fire. Like it should be burning. It should, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So that's how I would like to structure our workouts when we start working out together. We'll do a, a heavy compound movement where we're basically just focusing on get, trying to get about a hard five reps. To be honest, if you get a hard three, four reps, that's still, that's still solid. But a hard getting difficult reps or hard reps that are like less I, I said that really fucked up but like instead of 15 reps you're going to be doing five 
you know, or might maybe even do in three. And then after that, then we're going to focus on really trying to tear that tissue, really trying to squeeze that muscle, contract that muscle, focus on contracting the muscle now for much more reps. So now you're probably going to do 10 to 12. So that's how I've been doing it recently. And I enjoy the results that I'm seeing. And do you think they're better than the results that you once gotten um, with the method that you were using before? I believe so because I'm getting stronger. And that that's why I believe so. Before, I was just shredded. And like that's my goal is really to be like I'm not trying to be a power lifter. I don't really care what my one rep max is like that's not really how I've been. I've always been training for aesthetics, how how I look. I like to look shredded. I like to look. So before how we were training, I mean, we went heavy, but we didn't really like push heavy. You know what I'm saying? Now we Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't a lot of um what you were saying in regards to like uh um, Everything was high. Everything was 10 reps for us. Yeah, near, yeah, yeah. Or like 15 yeah. reps or 8 reps or That every, was the goal. It's like at least get 10 or 15. Yeah, that was how everything was, which obviously you built muscle cuz that way, you know, it's strictly hypertrophy it's strictly hypertrophy training, which is just training for just trying to build muscle. And how you do that, you do a little bit more you kind of go a little bit lighter, but you still train to muscle failure. You're going to do a little bit more reps. And that's basically how we structured it. Um, I'm also believe the reason why I'm seeing better results now is because I've been trained the way me and you trained before. I've been training like that my whole life, you know, so I do think my body to a certain extent kind of got used to that. You hit a oh, little so plus switching it up now. It's, it's so like now yeah, I'm shocking my body. Like, my body ain't really ever been pushed every day this heavy. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh-huh. it's just, it's never really how I trained. You know, it's it's never. But now, I'm purposely, like, the goal is five reps. So, I need to get a hard five reps. Well, in order to do that, I need to go up on the weight and push myself. My body really ain't used to doing this because I never really trained that way. How do you do that if you um, if you go by yourself? Do you get, like someone in the gym to spot for you or you just like trust no. yourself no i just trust myself i know the lord got me a couple times if i'm doing something heavy i honestly pray i ain't even gonna front i'm not even gonna front thing to do though i sit girls. there i literally sit there and i pray i'm like lord please bless me lord you're on my spotter i believe i have faith i got this you know i know that you're riding with me i know you're gonna give me a lift on this like i literally be sitting there talking to god i'd be like lord give me a lift and i do the set i get what i need and then that's it also you kind of know like once you're doing the weight you feel the weight you know you kind of to a certain extent know your limits so like you can go heavy by yourself but just know that you can do it you know Mm -hmm. i know my goal is i know if i put this weight on and i'm getting a hard three why the fuck am i going down for a fourth rep i have no spotter and and if and if (laughs) And if going and if three is difficult for me, if it's like a hard three, I'm already at muscle failure. So I already completed what I wanted to do, which was to get to muscle failure. Now, if I had a spotter, I might go down for that fourth rep because I know they're going to help me get this shit up. Yeah. So yeah. like, cool, I might push a little bit more. But if I don't have a spotter and I'm also already at um, muscle failure, there's no need to go down. So it's just being smart. Do you have a set day for recovery like we used to? I know Sundays were our days where we stretched and do stuff like that specifically. So we take that day off. Do you have a day like that now or do you just go hard every day? No, nah, I take uh, 
I don't have a yes and no. So I still do have a rest day. I take every Friday off. That's because I work. You know what I'm saying? So like, mm-hmm. you already know I'm in Connecticut Friday and then Friday night I drive back home. So it, it would be very hard for me to work 12 hours, then work out, then drive home. Plus, it's always good to have at least one day off. So I take Friday as my day off. Now, I don't I don't do what we used to do. Like we used to still go to the gym on Sundays. We just used to stretch yeah. and like do balance work. Now, because of work, I just take that day off completely, you know, so I just I just don't go at all on Friday. Do you do you think that's something that you would implement in the future for yourself, like down the line or or just be always be um, you're just not going to do anything that day? Nah, I I enjoyed the stretching. I also think because of the way that we lift, you know, we're kind of I don't I experienced this like I'd be tight, like my muscles be tight, bro. I'll be having knots. Bro, I did I did curls today. I don't know if this is ever I don't know if this happens to people. But nigga, I like damn near call like a Charlie horse in my bicep. Like yeah, like my nigga was cramping up. Every time, like let's say I had a water bottle and I I grabbed it and used it to drink, my arm will basically be tight in that bent position. Like it wouldn't let me strain my arm back out. Was it was it was it both arms? Yeah, it was happening in both arms. My right one worse. My right one worse than my left. Um, shit. So like shit like that happens because I I'm, I am training hard. Like I'm, I'm pushing myself in the gym. Even though I take my time, like I'm 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 trying to put as much stress on my on my muscles as I as I can and what I deem appropriate. Yeah, yeah. So having that day that we had to stretch was nice because you know it helped me loosen up. Also, like I don't really stretch like that, so. And I know, even though I do warm up before working out, we used to warm up before working out. It's different than having a whole dedicated day to just stretch and like loosen your body. That. Yeah, no cap, Brody. Um, when we when you when we implemented those stretch days, they nice. absolutely changed the game for me. Like there was a very when we were doing them, they were really good. Um, yeah. If we don't do them together, uh, when we do start working out, I'm definitely just like, fuck it. I'm just going to try to figure out how to stretch on my own because they help me so much. Yeah. Like, whenever we did, like, really heavy weights and, like, having that day just to stretch. Yeah. The day after, you're able to walk around. Like, you're, a little legs bit less, as, you're a little bit less sore. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, uh, it was nice. It's coming in handy. It come yeah. in so much handy. Yeah. I and, think we should. Yeah, I think we should, too. And I, I, I definitely still enjoy it. Just due to circumstances, I'm not able to do it. But I definitely still enjoy it. Um, the next day, you always do a little bit better. It's also cool to go to the gym and not necessarily, like, have to, like... Like, you go to the gym and you work. And sometimes you leave and, like, you know, you're kind of tired. Other times, you might be a little refreshed. Other times, mm-hmm. you're a little bit tired. It's kind of nice to go to the gym and not having to put, like, that type of stress on your body. Yeah. Like, just yeah. taking yeah. that time, like, just to kind of stress, stretch, relieve any type of stress or tension that's in the muscle... Um, and just work on like little fine like nuances and shit like shit like that. So that was always good. And I would like to, especially once we start working out again, I would like to implement. Obviously, have one day off, but on that off day, you know, we could just stretch. And you honestly, you can stretch anywhere. We even got to go to the gym. Like Facts. you can stretch outside. Yeah, you can stretch yeah. in the crib, and, like at a it park. Didn't like, it didn't even matter. The whole thing is just to stretch. That's that's really all it is. Yeah. Yeah. yeah all right, word. Well, um, good little chat about the gym real quick. Um. So, moving on. The NFL draft was recently. It was. It was Thursday. It was Thursday. This past Thursday. I'm assuming you watched it. I did. 
I did. I was so at. Would you, I was at work. Would you, and I watched it on work. my phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stream, streaming on the clock, but I like it. So uh, how 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 did it go for you? How what did you think? Um, I thought it was very very interesting. Um, really? Did you? So before we we kind of dive into it fully, um, did you know who was going first? Like, yeah. did you know who he suspected to be going first? Yeah. So there's a quarterback out of Alabama. His name is Bryce Young. He was suspected to go first. Earlier in the process, it was kind of a toss-up, but it hit a certain point where everyone was like, he's going first. It was a consensus, like, he's going first. And he did go first. He went number one He did overall. go first? Yeah, he went first overall. Do they tell them how much money they make off rip? What you mean? Yeah. Yeah. So know. Do you know how much money he's making right now? Do I know right now? No, but, like, I could find it up. Oh, okay. But, of course, like, he's making the most. Out of everybody. Yeah, because he's first. Yeah, yeah, he's first. So basically, as it goes, so in 2023, the projected Bryce Young contract is a fully guaranteed four-year deal worth $37.95 million with a $24.6 million signing bonus. Damn. Yeah. So like over four he's years. He's the millionaire. Yeah. Over four instant. And also the signing bonus is like, to my knowledge, like, like you get that up front. Like once, yeah. you, once you sign, like once, once you, you sign, sign on that dot, like, that shit now you know, bank account. So it's a beautiful thing in it. Yeah, so he's getting that, and then on top of that, thirty four, thirty seven point nine five million, which is fully Over guaranteed. Next four years. Next four years, yeah. And then they have like a five year option, so only first round picks have this. But their fifth year, the team could pick up their option, which basically means that that player is still on the team for the fifth year for their fifth year in the NFL. I don't know how much money they make off the fifth year con on the off the fifth year option, but they still get paid. Obviously it's a couple mil. So mm-hmm. but yeah, he went number one overall. Houston made a huge splash. Number two overall. They were number two overall. They drafted a quarterback. But then they traded up from 12 back up to number three. So the Houston Texans had the number two overall and the number three overall pick. Who would they end up trading with? The Arizona Cardinals. Oh. And then they gave them a first-round pick next year. So next year, the Arizona Cardinals have two first-round picks. Interesting. So Houston decided to go all in all in uh, for this draft. Yeah, yeah man. Like, yeah. Next year. I mean, they got their We're quarterback. They got their quarterback, and they got a pull. They got a, a defensive end, essentially. His name is Will Anderson Jr. from... Alabama and Will Anderson was and obviously you don't know this until you know they play because they could be bust but he was essentially deemed the safest pick in the draft so essentially if you're like the safest pick in the draft they uh, they expect you to be good in the NFL like there's no questions it's like yeah you're like the safest player we can get which means like your game will translate to the NFL and you will be good Oh, okay. So, is it true the 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 Steelers got like the two best players in the draft? Is that I heard someone say that? No, nah, I, I don't know who the. F- you, I don't know. It might have been Jada who said that. Two best players in the draft. <laughs> I think. No. I think it no. might have been. Shout out to shout out to Jada. Bro, shout out to Jada. The Steelers had a good draft, yes, but Jada did draft grades, so he graded mm-hmm. what he thought the team, like how well the teams did in the draft. On their whole draft, from the first from the first pick to their last pick, yeah. And I, I, I was like, yo, is I isn't it a little ironic that the Steelers, your favorite team, is the only team to get an A plus? A plus. This is the <laughs> only motherfuckers. I'm like, come on, bro. There has to be somebody. Come on. Now, did they have a good draft? Yes. Did they get the two best players in the draft? No. 
no, no, I can't, I can't say that. No, no, they got good players. Two of the best players, nah, nah, that's ah. Uh, so it was it was Jaden who um okay okay so that's where I got it from. Yeah, I saw his uh his grades and I was like looking through, and I also heard I'm not sure if it was Jaden who specifically said it. Maybe it was someone else, but I do find it funny that uh, his team. Is the only ones with the A plus, bro. Because I said I said so too. I was like, bro. I said, I'm like, damn. The Steelers, the only team with the A plus, with like the like those like eye looking the emojis. Eyes? Yeah, I see it. I'm looking at it right now. And he and he was basically like, yo, like tell me which player. He's like, yo, tell me that we had a bad draft. Like tell me which player we took that isn't good. And I'm like, yeah. I'm not saying you didn't have a good draft. I'm not saying that because they did have a good draft. But like, isn't it a little ironic that like your favorite team is the only one with A plus? I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know. Yeah, I'm seeing he gave the Packers a C plus two. I don't know what that's about. I thought the Packers <laughs> had a decent draft. <laughs> they had an alright draft. Um, in the first round, they drafted a defensive end. You know, they always go defense first round. Is that so? Bro, over the past like multiple years, they've just been taking defensive players first round. I'm so serious. Interesting. Um. And then after that, they got, like, two good tight ends, two good, like, decent tight ends in, like, the second round. Uh, I'm not sure if it was the second second or third round. And then they had they got another wide receiver. Um, I don't think they had a bad draft. I also don't know their whole draft. I just know they got the defense. They got this defensive end or linebacker or whatever. And then they have uh, they got two tight ends and a wide receiver, which I don't think they actually had a bad draft. I have to see the rest of their picks, though. Oh, okay. I'm seeing here he said that uh... – the New York Giants is an A minus. What do you think? I think the New York Giants had a great, great draft. You think it's my, an A plus worthy draft, or is he correct in the statement of be, it being an A minus? I mean, I'm fine with. I'm honestly, I'm I'm fine with A minus. I ain't really tripping over the pluses, because to be honest, I mean, the only way you'll know if it's a good draft class is like three, four years from now, because like, you know how many busts there are in the NFL. You know how many people like are drafted in the first round or drafted at all and like are ass. The numbers are quite high. So, Damn. you really don't know. Even like, and I'm I'm guilty of this because I I love football. So like I just I want to, and I'm curious of everyone's opinion on on certain aspects in football. But like, think about it on these shows. They're like, we predict this player is going to be the offensive player of the year or the offensive rookie of the year. Who won the? There's a lot of who won the NFL draft, and all these analysts are like, this team won and this team won. But they're just going off a of college tape, which is perfectly fine. It makes a lot of sense because that's all you have now. But, like, there are, you know how many first overall picks were ass? Second overall picks were ass? Like, did not pan out well at all? Like, majority yeah. of the people drafted in the NFL are not, are not all-star, not elite players, you know? Think about it like this, too. Nick, do you know anyone from last year's NFL draft? Was Colin Murray in last year's draft? My no, point exactly. No. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so it's like a lot of the times, like, yeah, there are good players that come from the draft. Yes. And I'm not saying that there aren't. But there are a decent amount of people who have very high expectations and then are not that good. Carson Wentz was the second overall pick in the NFL draft. He is now a free agent. He's now not on the team, you know, like. Yeah, he used to be on the Eagles when they went exactly. to Exactly. And now what? Now no one fucks with him. Now he went from the Eagles to the... He went from the Eagles, was traded to the Washington. Indianapolis Colts. I'm- now he was traded to the Colts, played one year. Then they traded him to the Washington Redskins. I mean, or the Commanders. The commander, yeah. Played one year. 
Then they cut him. And now they're going with a player who's not even proven. They're going with someone who's less proven than Carson Wentz. But basically, they ain't <laughs> fucking with him. So now he's cut. So it's not you all. You think his, his career is over? Yeah, it's, it's done. I mean, he's, he's, I mean they, a team might break him in to be a backup. But, like, he's not he's not starting anymore. It's over for him, playboy. <laughs> Damn. You know? I mean, he doesn't make his money, though, I guess. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why, I mean, it's always kind of hard. Hmm. You might feel bad for them. You know, because some of them, you know, your dream is, it's all the business. Yeah, your dream is to play the game. Yeah, course. your dream is to play the game, and it's all the business. So, you know, some people's dream is cut short. Yeah. But at the same yeah. time, a part of me is like, listen, man, I know I'm not playing, but, like, you still paying me $5 million to sit on the bench or, you know, something along those lines. Or, yeah, I might be out of the NFL, but, like, for Carson Wentz, like, Carson Wentz signed a, at one point, they, he was, like, a decent NFL quarterback, and they gave him $100 million, like, Carson made his money. Yeah. So. Yeah, no, yeah, no, he made his money. You can't, uh, you can't argue with that, frankly. Yeah. It, it, it is. At, you, you bring up a good point. The amount of players that get drafted first, you know, and then like two years later, they might even be out the NFL. They're not even in it no more, you know. Yeah. Um, that, that is very much reality. This is very much a business, and if you have players that are going to lose you money or going to lose you games, you're just not going to keep them around, man. Exactly. That's just how the cookie crumbles. Yeah. The amount of players, I'm assuming, that try to get into the NFL and fail. I mean, we always see the ones that make it, but what about the ones that don't? Yeah, man. You don't hear about their stories. Not at all. They're out there. Not they could be all. the nigga working at Walmart. You never know. Yeah, man. That's literally what happened to one of the... He's a Hall of Fame quarterback now, so at the end of the day, it all worked out for him. But, like, before then... He tried to go to the NFL. He couldn't make it to the NFL. His name is like Kurt Warner. And I'm going to fuck up his whole story. But at first he couldn't make it to the NFL. So then he went to like the the Canadian Football League and played there. He might have even played a little bit of arena football. And then at one point he was like he was a bag uh, like a bag boy at a grocery store. Like he was bagging people's groceries. And then the, the St. Louis Rams at the time called him up. Uh. Gave him a tryout, gave him a shot. He ended up signing with them. I think their starter got hurt or whatever. And the next thing you know, either that year or like a year later, but within a short amount of time, he basically led the Rams. He led the Rams to the Super Bowl. Their offense was known as the greatest show on turf. Basically, that's how good oh, their yeah, okay. that's how good their yeah. offense is. And now Kurt Warner is a Hall of Fame quarterback. Oh, you know, okay. But so it, it, in in the end, his story ended up. His good story, for him. yeah, but there are people who literally, you know, try to make it to the NFL, aren't able to do I it, don't. and end up, you know, working a normal job. It's it's an unfortunate reality, but it's a reality though. It's a reality. Yeah, it's, it's life. And at the end of the day, as much as the NFL is like, yes, I'm playing the game I love, and yes, I'm making millions and stuff. Like it's a it's a business. Like, yeah, these players are making millions, but like you think that these owners are just gonna give millions to anyone? No, they yeah, nah. they want. It's honestly like an investment. They want to get the best return on their investment. The whole point is to win the Super Bowl. That's all it is. You're not winning the Super Bowl for them. Exactly. Then you gotta go. And if I'm paying all these niggas money and we ain't winning the Super Bowl, things need to change. <laughs> you, got to, you gotta go. It's exactly. like get the step in, my guy. Yeah, and sometimes players are trade. You know, big time players are traded, and it's just that's why each each NFL, and this is why I truly enjoy the NFL because each off season, each season is different, bro. Last year, if last year you told me that Aaron Rodgers was gonna be on the Jets, I'd be like, nah, like nigga, nah, that makes no sense. Why the fuck would he go to the Jets? 
why why would the Packers trade him to the Jets? It now, makes it feel like the the NFL in it in and of itself is alive because of how much it changes. It changes it's like a so breathing much. thing. Yeah, bro. Think about Tom Brady. No one thought Tom Brady was leaving New England. Nigga bought them what like six rings or something, and then yeah. next thing you know, he's on the bus. Left. So, the year after, won the Super Bowl. <laughs> exactly. So it, it changes so much. Uh, a lot of things change, and that's why Seeing, I enjoy the um, NFL. I don't mean to interrupt you, but seeing what's that nigga's name? He used to play on the uh, the Browns, and he now plays. I don't know if he's going to still play for them. No, no, not Odell, but yeah, Odell also. Oh, Baker Mayfield. Him. Yeah, Baker Mayfield. He's I now the Buccaneer. He's him. now the Buccaneer starting quarterback, which is wild. See, right? look at that. Now he's going. To the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's crazy how it changes, man. It crazy yeah. it ships around. Players go different places. It's. I'm, I think also. Um, the Packers, one of the Packers quarterback, not quarterbacks. Well, yeah, the quarterbacks is also going to the Jets. But one of the Packers is a um, wide receiver. Wide receivers also went to the Jets too, ain't it? I forgot yeah, his name. But. He went uh, Alan Lazard. Yeah, the Lazard went with him. To my knowledge, he went there because of Aaron Rodgers. I wouldn't be surprised. To, like, to my knowledge, like that was when they asked and they tried to spin the story. But essentially, I, I believe what the truth is. They asked Aaron Rodgers like what player like what he thought about certain players and then he gave them his his honest truth about it some people said that he was like demanding players but that's not really how it went they basically were like yo let's say if we got alan lazard or let's say if we got odell how would you like working with them what do you think about them like how are their character what do you think about them and of course if he likes them he's going to say good things about yeah yeah Um, yeah but that's one reason alan lazard came to the new york jets i do not believe that I believe if Aaron wasn't going there, I don't think he would have went. To be honest, uh, it's kind of it's kind of like how I, I originally I could see um, um, him going to the Raiders because um, that's where. Um, help me out here. What's that name? Devontae the Adams other, is yeah. Devontae Adams, but is also I know they have a very good yeah. rapport with each other. But I don't know if you remember this, and like a while ago in the beginning, right? There was talk about him, like, he made a couple comments saying that he wouldn't mind playing in Vegas. Yeah. But at yeah. the end of the day, Vegas was like, we're not going to pursue you. So it's like, okay, well, you know, that's that's the team's preference. But he would have loved to play again with Devontae Adams. I mean, that's his yeah, nigga facts. type shit. Yeah, and even Devontae was, like, trying to push for it a little bit, too, like, on social media and shit, what he was saying. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. But he ended up going to the Jets. I know his old coach. His old offensive coordinator is now the offensive coordinator at the New York Jets, so I think that definitely played a role into it. Yeah, um, possibly. I mean, the Jets is an actually. I don't fuck. I know I'm from New York. I don't fuck with the Jets. I don't. I don't like the Jets. <laughs> I don't know something about them. I don't fuck with them. But I will say this about them: they have a very, very good defense, and they almost made it to the playoffs last year without a quarterback, which I believe that I think that's saying something. It's like you could have like. You could have made it to the playoffs without, like, you niggas were ass at the QB position, but y'all were still trying to, you're, y'all were still finding ways to win games. So the expectations is now Aaron comes in there and now they're a playoff team. Is, um, was the quarterback for the Jets Zach Wilson? Yeah. Is he gone now? He, now nah, he's still on the team. He's now just back up to Aaron Rodgers. Uh-huh, he's still okay. on the, and guess what? Zach Wilson. Lost his job. He wasn't doing good. He was the number two overall pick, Brody. Yeah. And look at I'm, him. I'm I'm surprised. I thought they he would have been out of the NFL at this point. 
Nah, I mean, I don't think they're going to cut him. He's under contract. He's still, I mean, I mean, you, he's not a good number one quarterback, but I mean, like, hey, he's an okay backup <laughs> quarterback. He's already <laughs> on the roster. You know what I'm saying? So they're probably like, fuck it, why? Unless so he, his job is secured for the next couple of years, I No, guess. I don't necessarily say secured. Um, I think for him, he went from being, he went from it was secured, he was playing as, now he's on the hot seat. I just don't see them because he already is familiar with the coaching staff and familiar with the people in there. I don't see them cutting him. I see him just being the backup quarterback to Aaron Rodgers. He's not winning. Like, we all know Aaron Rodgers is the sort of quarterback. That's not even a discussion. Of course. I see him being a number two. (laughs) And he actually might be competing for the number two job, to be honest. That that might not even be a lock. That's rough. I don't think they're going to openly cut him, but... I think if his in practice, if he's playing ass, I mean, I, I think he could be cut. But I think as of right now, he's okay. But he's now he's gone from being secure to now he's season for season. Each yeah. like like there's a good chance next year he's not on the team. He's not good enough to be a starting quarterback. So it's like you know, Damn. and why depending on how much money they're paying him, he was the number two overall pick. So you already know he's making bread. But come next yeah. season, if they're trying to save some money, yeah, they'll cut him. Yeah. Why should I? You know what I'm saying? Now, obviously, they still have to pay him a certain amount of money, but it is kind of like I could cut you and get someone cheaper who might be as good as you. Or even better. Or even better. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Better. Or maybe he's a little bit. I might could save $5 million for a nigga who's just a little bit more ass than you, which is like, okay, fine. Like, yeah, because that cap space can come in handy. Yeah, man. Yeah, especially if you're trying to sign a, a premier player, you know, you know, you might your backup quarterback might not be that great, but now you know you're able to sign, you know, a big time offensive lineman or defensive lineman or a big time game changer that's going to be starting that you know for a fact, you know. So mm-hmm. a lot of it comes into that's why it's a business, you know. We're, we're, t- we're fucking with money too. These niggas are ain't yeah, playing for free bro. as much as they love the game. These niggas ain't playing for free. Nah, I'm playing for nah. for some type of money, so all that has to be a consideration. You know, sometimes players leave because they want more money. And you ain't, you know, I'm only gonna offer you this much. You want this much? It was like, nigga, we ain't gonna offer you more. So you either sign this or you know, you, you leave. You test the market. So it's, it's kind of yeah. how it is. You just figure some shit out for yourself at that point. Facts. Facts. All right. Is there anything else, um, I guess, interesting uh, that we must know about the, the, the draft or the NFL before we, uh, I guess, move on to the next thing? Um, nothing too crazy. Um, the Detroit Lions drafted a running back that they no one expected them to draft uh, with a 12 overall pick. So, Would they expect something else? Yeah, they just didn't expect this player to go this high. Oh, really? Yeah. So that was kind of a whoa moment. Um, also... The Ravens drafted, you already know the Ravens gave Lamar Jackson uh, a new contract, $185 million guaranteed over five years. I think the overall contract is like two fifty five, two hundred fifty five million. million. fucking should, bro. Pay that man. Yeah. And then on top of that, money. they also drafted a receiver in the first round. So, like, he kind of got, like, a little present as well. So, now he has a new weapon on offense. Nice. Um, okay. So, he has someone new he could throw the ball to who... I think I actually wanted the Giants to draft this dude. I think he's going to be good. Um, so that's also pretty interesting. That was that was a pretty big thing. Like they, it, it shows that after everything that happened with Lamar, that basically 
the Baltimore Ravens organization is basically buying into him. So they can't lose him, bro. Yeah. Not only did they pay him all this money now, they got him Odell Beckham. You know, they just drafted the first round wide receiver. So now he has two new weapons on top of Mark Andrews, who has proven to be one of the best tight end in the game, to be honest. Um, so they're, they're, they're slowly kind of, it shows that the organization is buying into, buying into Lamar, which, you know, it's going to make him happy. And so that was pretty big. But other than that, I think, I think those are the biggest things that happened on draft night. It was exciting, I didn't man. Know, I didn't know um, Odell was on the Ravens now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one a one year deal, fifteen million. I'm kind of curious. Do you think Odell's going to be doing this thing where he bounces around from different teams from now on? I think Lam- I th- maybe. I think he's trying to get paid, and I mean he was on the Giants. I don't think they should have traded him, but I digress. They traded him <laughs> to the Browns. He had some. He did really well the first year with the Browns, but after that, apparently Baker was just not throwing him the ball. Yeah, he just wouldn't pass it to him, yeah, bro. He'd he just get wouldn't. open. So, like, that, that's rough. That That's, like, as a receiver, you can't do nothing. So, that happened. <laughs> yeah. Then he went to the Rams because they basically well, cut him because he wanted to leave. Them, he went to the Rams. I think what fucked up with Odell is he got hurt. So, he was yeah. out for a whole year. So, to be honest. He also he, got hurt in the last game. Yeah. So, they signed him to a one-year deal, fifteen million. One-year, fifteen million-dollar deal. Of course, it's only one year, so that means next year he'll be a free agent. I, I can honestly see him bouncing around. He he wants to get a multi. He's gonna to want to get a multi-year contract, and I'm not sure how many teams are gonna give him that. I think he has to ball. He needs to ball this year. If he balls this year, then I think he'll get the money. But I think it also doesn't help him. He's like 31, so he like. In football terms, he's like either thirty or thirty-one. But in football terms, that's career. old. Yeah, like you're mm-hmm. on the, unless you're a quarterback, that's like you know you're on the end of your career. Mm-hmm. So I'm not, honestly I'm not sure. I do see him bouncing around. I don't necessarily see him the Ravens signing him to a long-term deal. And depending on how well the Ravens go, the Ravens do this season. I think also depends on if he wants to stay. But I can see him on a different team next year. To be honest. Like I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if Odell was like, you know, uh, on a has a new has a new jersey. So, oh, all right, work. Well, I guess getting into the next thing we're gonna talk about. Do you mind? Uh, well, I don't know how you're gonna, I guess, um, bring this up. So I'm just gonna let you handle that part of the conversation. Oh, oh, the story. Shit, bro. Yeah. I forgot. I forgot that it was story. <laughs> 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 all right, all right. So uh, this past week, I was hanging out with a friend. So we really just chilling. It's been a while since we actually talked, so we really just kind of catching up. So we went to the city. We kind of just walking around, and I don't know how we kind of got up on this topic, but she was basically saying that men have to bring something to the table, and females need to bring something to the table. Like we both got to bring something to the table. So I was like, cool. So I really wanted to see, at least from a female perspective, and I know due to our relationship, she'd be honest with me, like what what she expects a nigga to bring to the table, you know? Because I, I feel like we hear a lot of this, but like to get it from her to explain it, I really wanted to. So I was like, okay, if you're in a relationship, what do you expect your nigga to bring to the table? What do you expect him to provide to the table? And she said... Essentially, everything financially. So 
He's gonna have to pay for the house. He gonna pay. He's gonna have to pay for like the kids and stuff. She's gonna need money to go shopping. She's gonna get money to get her nails done. She's gonna get money. She's gonna need money to get her her hair her hair done. Um, and all that's coming from him. All that's coming from him. So he's taking care of everything financially. Of course, he's gonna have to be emotional support for her as well. Mm-hmm. You know, someone mm-hmm. who she could talk to and shit like that. But the main thing was like financially, he's gonna have to take care of everything. So, I automatically kind of started thinking, all right, well, that's the house, that's the mortgage, that's the light bill, that's the cable bill, that's if, you know, any type of streaming service niggas have. Um, yeah. Financially, you foot, any, you foot the bill for the yeah, Exactly, for the gas, for the light yeah. bill, you know. Everything, everything. Um, I'm also assuming now, especially if we have kids, like, Whatever clothes the kids need, I'm gonna have to buy. Yeah. The groceries, yep. I'm assuming, I'm gonna have to buy. If I have to give money to for her to go shopping, that means I'm buying her clothes as well. Um, I don't know how often females get their nails and hair did, but like you know, that's another bill. So like, I'm that's how I'm thinking. If we have a big lawn, who the fuck is cutting it? Now there might be times I'm gonna cut it, but there are probably gonna be times where I'm gonna hire someone to do it. So like, that's another bill. So it also depends yeah. what other meant like car notes if. If it's a lease or whether whether it's a lease or finance or they buy it out all in total, I'm still going to have to pay for that regardless of what the fuck it is. Well, she did say 100%. So 100% of taking care of the family, all that falls on the man. On the naked. Essentially. I'm correct. Okay. Correct. So, uh, that's fair. You know what? I, I respect the ladies for asking for that because I can understand where they're coming from. Yeah. They want a man who can, who can provide. financially provide exactly. for them. And I and, respect it. Okay. And, and I'm going to be honest. I'm not even like, I'm not even mad at it. I'm not even mad that, at it. Is, is that yeah, what you want? Yeah. Cool. I get it. That's what so, you want. Well, I told of course. Her, I told her. I'm like, all right. Cool. I, I, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you all that. No problems. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to tell you what I want. I'm going I'm to let you know what I want. Let's hear it. So if I said, if I'm doing all this, I want you to cook every single day. I want to wake up in the morning and have breakfast already made. I don't got to. I want to wake up, get dressed, come downstairs. Breakfast is already made. When I go to work, I want to have my lunch made. I want to have dinner made. You got to take care of the kids. So that means as well as cooking for me, you got to cook for the kids. You got to make sure they're up, that they're dressed and everything, that they are on time for school. Make sure all their shit is packed and taken care of. You'll have to clean the house as well. You know, make sure the house is clean. Like, I shouldn't come home to dishes and shit. That shit should already be clean. There should be no dishes or something. Everything should be nice and clean and shit. And I'm also willing to get a maid to come in once a month. Now, you should be, she should be cleaning every day. But I I wouldn't mind hiring a maid once a month to do, like, a deep clean. You know what I'm saying? To, like, really, really deep clean the house. But Mm -hmm. every, every day shit. You know what I'm saying? Like mopping, yeah. sweeping, picking them after the kids. I, w- I would like her to do. Household duties. Exactly. There's, there's chores you got to do around the house each day. Exactly. To keep it clean. Exactly. Yeah, of course. Um, I told her I want a garden. You know, I don't know nothing about gardening. So like, but I would like a garden to be put up outside and shit. Yeah. I would yeah, like you, I would like you to make it look nice and everything. Um, I told her she could design the interior of the home. I'm not, I don't really care too much. I mean, I care what my house looks like, and obviously I'll have input, but in terms of, like, buying the furniture and all that, a lot of females are really good with that, you know, interior decorating. I think they, they enjoy interior decorating. Exactly. So that's, so, that's, like, their forte in the first exactly. place. So I told yeah. her, like, like you, you take care, you take, you take care of that, 
in terms of designing the interior of the house and all that other shit. So I tell her this, and the response I get back is, I'm not a maid. <laughs> I shouldn't be. She's like, if you have this money, you should basically be able to. She said, I expect us to have maids. So for me to pay money for a maid to come in, she was saying like twice a week. I'm like, twice a week? Twice a week to come in and, and, and clean everything and take care of that. She said that it's very, it's a lot of work to take care of kids, which it is. I am not downplaying motherhood at all. I see what I see what my mother go through go has gone through with raising me and my sisters. I've seen what my friends' mother has mothers have gone through. I know how hard it is to a certain extent because I don't know everything, but to a certain extent, I know how hard it is to be a mother, and I respect all mothers out there. I'm not saying it's an easy job, but she's saying it's very hard to be a mother, and that it would be a lot for her to have to clean and do all this stuff. And she was like, "If you have this money, she shouldn't be doing it." Now. Well, I don't like, and this is kind of what I told her. I'm like, listen. I'm like, you told me what you liked. You told me what you wanted, and I gave you all of it. Ain't arguing with you. I'm not saying that. I'm not giving no push. I gave you it. Especially if you're my girl and I love you, I give you it. It should be no problem. But you got to give me what I want in return. Like, that's how... Our relationship works. Earlier in the conversation, we both got to bring something to the table. So we both got to, you know what I'm saying? And a part of your duties and a part of what you bring to the table is also cleaning, is also cooking for everyone in the household and making sure everything's straight. So if I give you everything you want, you have to give me everything I want in return. That's how a relationship works. It goes, it goes both ways. Like it has to be, it goes both ways. And I said this and the shorty got a little quiet. I started <laughs> laughing. <laughs> I mean, you can't you can't argue with that logic, bro. Um, I've heard this a couple of times now, and it kind of it's similar to what you kind of went through, and I don't like it. And and what I don't like is the idea that women think that cooking and cleaning and taking care of the household is being a slavery to your family. I've seen women online say, well, why would I be a slave for a man? I'm just going to go do it myself. I'm like, okay, that's fine. You do that, but you'll be a slave for your boss. You'll listen to him and have him boss you around, but the person who loves provides for you. So you don't have to be a slave to the boss in the first place you can't listen to. If I'm footing the bill for 100% of everything, you can't cook? For real. You can't clean? For real. You can't wake up the kids on time so they can go to school? But you expect me to pay for your, your bills. You expect me to get you your nails done. You expect me to take you out on nice dates. Yeah. You expect family trips. You expect girls' night outs. Like, you expect all that, but, like, you can't do the motherly duties of being a wife. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And it, it makes it's no wild, sense. Man. To it's me, wild. it makes no sense. I also think it's unfortunate. Like, you bitches get what you want, but then as soon as a nigga say what he want... Now all of a sudden there's pushback. It's like there's, God, a, there's an issue. God, there's, damn. A, there's no problem, bro. And then also like, <laughs> I just you can't win. It's not easy to provide for a whole family. You know no, what I'm saying? No, it's not. Like to a no, certain like not. to a certain extent, it's relatively difficult. Like it takes time to, because also like depending on the girl, it's not a bougie bitch. I'm assuming. Like obviously it depends on who you pick, but a lot of females. Not all females, um, you know, are fine with cheap shit or fine with simple shit. 
Especially once you start making a certain... Also, once you start making a certain amount of money and you start doing, you know, certain things... Like, let's say you make a certain amount of money, you fly in first class, you're not going to want to go back to coach. It's like, yo, why would... Exactly. Like, this is now my life now. Yeah. And I I don't know, man. I I think it's just kind of fucked that I can give her everything she wants. She can't give me everything I want. And it's hard as a man to provide. It's not the easiest thing to do. It takes time to accumulate wealth. It takes time to be able to provide a family. Like, I'm talking about a nice house and also pay for everything, you know? And I think... And I think that's the kind of the main reason why marriage is on the decline these days. And I kind of want to say something. Once again, I, I agree with Tyler saying that, you know, being a mother is not easy. It has its hardships. But I think it's also fair to say being a dad ain't easy too, bruh. Like, let's be real. If a lot of people had to choose whether to stay at home and take care of your children or to go out there and fight the world each and every day to make money to provide, a lot of people would prefer to stay at home with the kids because I don't have the burden of performance, the burden of if I don't go home with a paycheck, we're going to starve. Yeah. All I got to do is make sure that my kids are fed. I stay at home, I cook, I clean the house. Those, those things might be tedious, but they're still important. Yeah. You know, huge, it's, it's, it's not huge. to marginalize it, but like, come on, bro, you can, you can't pull your own weight. And as a young man, hearing women my age talk like this, that kind of hurts. Saying they don't want to be a, a servant to their family; they prefer to serve a man in a corporate job. How do you expect us to take hear that and then say, okay, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna marry you one day? Why would I want to do? Why would I put my life and what I worked so hard for on the line for someone who won't even put out that same effort for the family? For real, man. For real. It's hard to do. It's hard to do, man. I tell all my friends this, and I hope they, I hope they listen to me. I don't want to get married. I don't think I ever will get married. I will take care of a woman one day. I know that for a fact. I'm gonna have a girl, and I'm gonna take care of her, and I will explain my situation to her. Whether or not we have children, that is up to future Trey and whoever that woman is. But I encourage all my niggas, man. Like, bro, you're perfectly fine having a girlfriend. You're perfectly fine having a girl. You're perfectly fine having a shorty. If you can avoid it, don't get married, though, bro. Don't do it. You don't need a piece of paper to say I love you to someone. That shouldn't mean nothing. Like, it shouldn't. That shouldn't be what's important. It should be a man and a woman who truly love and care about each other. Who know, regardless of the state or whatever, like they'll still be together. You don't need to get married. And what's the point? If you can't even do these small things, things that, in the grand scheme of things, your grandmama was doing before us, bro, that's how you. And you need a maid to do it. What? That's how it used to be, bro. Explain it to me. Grandma didn't need a maid. Great grandma didn't need a maid, but you do. That's what I'm saying. Like a maid, twice a week. Also, listen, man. And I think everyone could kind of understand this. Listen, and I'm going to break it down. I know a house is different, but like, listen, if you clean your room once, if you just do steady maintenance, you never really have to clean your room again. Like it stays clean. And the same goes for a house. If we clean the whole house once, like a deep clean, 
from there, it's just maintenance. And obviously, shit is going to like, especially when having kids, obviously, things are going to be a mess. Shit happens. But to a certain extent, I mean, you really just have to, if you make a mess, clean it right there and then. Now you're done. Yeah. Now you don't have to worry. Exactly. Like, ain't that big of a deal. And I also feel like, come on, as a nigga, if you want your whole life taken care of to where you actually like, you don't have to work. You don't have to worry about anything financially. You can stay home each and every day. You're telling me, like, you can't, you can't clean the house. You can't watch the kids. Like, you can't be the stay that stay at home mom when yeah. everything is being when everything you asked for is being completely taken care of. Yep. Like, come on. I think that's a little fucked up. It's like, yeah. damn. Yeah. And also, I feel like then this shit really ain't loved. Then. No, it's not. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> It's not bad, and it's kind of why. Um, I remember me, you, and your dad. We were talking about it, bro. I was like, "How do you, how do you deal with the feeling of you're just a paycheck at times?" Because I know some men out there just feel like the only thing I provide is just money. They don't care, you know. And how do you kind of get over that? How do you kind of like brush that off? And I was like, "You just gotta take it as life. It is what yeah. it is." Yeah. Like your dad, you have to provide. You got to be the one that's there to provide. And you can't bitch to nobody, bro. You just got to take it. That's it. That's just that's just how it that's is. That's it, bro. And like, like you said and like he said, you just got to accept it. It's the way of the world. It's the way of life. Which, you know, it is what it is. I don't necessarily think it's the most fortunate shit. It's the most fortunate thing in the world, but it is what it is. And I'll say this for a positive side for men. It's going to make you strong. Like. X. It's it's literally gonna force you to be mentally strong. So hey, that, that's a positive thing to get out of it. But it it is it is kind of it's interesting to see that and to talk with a female my age and to see how she thinks and I'm like wow, holy shit, yeah. man. But, I believe my hypothesis because the marriage rates are declining at a very rapid rate and my hypothesis is um it's just it's only going to get worse. There are like bridal companies bro that are going like bankrupt now. Bro, Apparently, you said David, rings you said David Bridals. I remember, bro, I remember that cuz there used to be there used to be like a David Bridal store like by my like up here like by my mm-hmm. crib. That shit went out of business like a while ago, but it's just crazy to think like damn, nigga. Yeah, like, bro. This shit. Yeah, man. It's gone. The the idea of at least um to to young folk out there. I can't speak for women of course, but I can't speak for men. Um the the idea of marriage to us it just doesn't seem as enticing as it once was, you know. I'll never forget the days, man, where I used to want nothing more than to get married to a woman Bro. back in back in 2013. Want to find my years old, man. find my girl in fucking high school, nigga, on some Facts. high school musical That's shit, bro. I used to want to find a girl in high school and marry her, and that would be we both be each other's first times, and it'd be the the one and. Yeah, that's just not reality, man. No. It's not. That's not how the world's set up anymore. No. And the idea of it, the idea of me working my ass off to then take care of a woman. Who in turn can turn her back on me whenever she wants to and take all my shit. It's just kind of scary, bro. That's scary. As not fuck. only that, like, not only can it affect me, but it can have effect on the people who I care about. Mm-hmm. I saw this crazy thing one time, and and it's it's really kind of like why I think the way I do about marriage. But there's this guy. He started a, he started a company with his friend, and him and his wife are going through a divorce. 
not only did she take everything from him, but she tried to take everything that they built together as with their company. And you want to know the sad thing that happened? She took it. Damn. It's <laughs> the fucked up part, Damn. bro. So imagine this. Imagine this. Me and you, we start a company together, bro. We're making millions. Unfortunately, one of us goes through a divorce. The person's wife takes everything that both of us ended up working for. It's like, yo, how can you justify that to us, man? How? That's I can only imagine. Like, that's a genuine pain. That nigga must have felt genuine pain, bro. I'd be upset, bro. Because not only did that happened to me but it also happened to my friend yeah man and also you gotta it's think like, like to it, get it, a very successful business like that takes time so all ah, the right, all the years, late nights all years. the hard time all the failures all the ups all the downs to get to that pinnacle to now have that taken away from you ah, bro. Nigga, you remember when we were going through that paypal shit yeah you remember that night yeah that you don't know how much i appreciated you for that nigga, and imagine Imagine that times 20 because that's just how companies are. Yeah, man. And I already know some of the shit that we have to do for the company is, is going to be hard things. But just doing that PayPal shit, nigga. I don't really be getting headaches like that, nigga. After that, bro, I was mentally exhausted. I had a headache. The amount of shit I had to do research for, the people I had to fucking talk to to figure that shit out, bro. It was stressful, man. Oh, my It was gosh. stressful. And I can only imagine doing all of that to lose everything. Yeah. And and this and this is not to say that everyone who gets married is gonna get divorced because obviously that's there are marriages of course marriages. That, that work out. But with we kind of have to go off of probabilities. And if the stats are telling the us success that success rate is quite low, fifty <laughs> percent. If if I told you, hey Tyler, we're gonna go skydiving, and there's a fifty percent chance that this this parachute won't open, are you gonna jump from the plane? No, no, bro. Like why would why would I do this? If I told you that there's a 90% that your parachute isn't going to fly out, it's like, bro, let's not even take off. What's the point? Yeah, facts. So I think, I think marriage is going to continue to decline until, until something changes to wherein it's not so one-sided, man. Yeah, man. I don't, I don't know. I think we're in a very interesting time, especially now seeing marriages, especially now with the world and like you were saying how marriages is declining i think it's going to be very interesting i do i do agree though i do think marriages are going to continue to go down yeah so also i I think the whole um independent woman ain't need no man movement is not helping at all no no it's fucking them up yeah i don't don't think that's it is they can't be i I don't want to get too much into it but they can't be us man they can't do that whole yeah. It, it, it's 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 gonna be rough for them. What I'm trying to do though, <laughs> I'm laughing about it because it's funny to me, but like it's it's sad. <laughs> what I'm trying to do is just make myself the best possible man that I could be. For real, so bro. When twenty thirty hits, I'm set. For real, I told man. myself, man, listen, the twenties is gonna be rough and it's okay. That's fine. Just stay focused. Do the work you gotta do. Make your money. Don't don't be dealing with none of them. When twenty thirty hits, Brody, yeah, man, it's gonna be different. Trust me, for it's real. gonna be different. I'm gonna be balling out. Yeah, man, it's hard for me to it's hard for me to argue that, bro. Cause I'm gonna be right there with you, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's facts. like nigga just gotta go get theirs, and that's it, bro. I'm just trying to get yeah, mine and keep true, it pushing, bro. nigga. Very very oh, fucking man. true. Well, all right, we well, are that's... coming. Oh nah, bro. We're are we to... done? Yeah, Brody. 
Oh shit! All right, we're we'll, we'll see <laughs> for the next show. For the next show, bro. Yeah, facts. Well, we are coming to the end of the show, and around this time, we give we give advice. So, Trey, do you happen to have any advice you would like to give to the people? Um, stay focused, folks. Um, just do what you gotta do each day. Stay at it, man. Um, yeah, I mean, that's yeah, that's really what I got for you, man. Just stay focused and continue on your grind, whatever you're doing. Weird. Um, mine will be is uh, if you have standards set, especially for like a relationship, because I know we kind of did talk about the whole what men will bring and what females will bring. If you have a re- if you have like certain standards in a relationship, like don't break them standards, especially if there are things important to you. Like don't don't break them, man, because like it just, you know, and, and I'll kind of use the example like before. If you're providing for a female and if what you want is for her to like clean and take care of the house and she just refuses to do so, rather than just find someone else, like don't break your standards because you're not going to be happy at the end of the day, especially if you want what you want and you know that that person is not going to give to you what you want. Don't just settle. Don't just settle. Don't don't do that shit, man. Go after what you want. You can achieve what you want. You could get what you want. That goes for both niggas and bitches. So that'll be my advice. Make it be realistic, though. Don't have facts, facts, facts. Make make it be realistic. Don't be, come on, don't be wilding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank y'all for listening. For real, we appreciate, appreciate the support. You. We appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. Check out the Instagram. The Instagram is going to be NOA underscore podcast. NOA podcast is available on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to the YouTube channel and look out for every single Wednesday. That's when the Wednesday show drops and it's exclusively. To YouTube, you can also check out the TikTok. The TikTok is going to be Anaway Podcast One. Thank y'all for listening. We appreciate y'all. Y'all take care. Have a good one.